Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in April and May, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Monte Cristo, Especialis No. 2, San Cristobal de la Habana, El Principe, Cohiba, Siglo 5, H. Upman, Half Corona, and Hoyo de Monterey, Double Corona. And for New Worlds, we've got E.P. Carillo, Allegiance, in Sidekick, Davidoff, Late Hour, in Robusto, Aging Room Quattro, Nicaragua Sonata, in Maestro, Dunbarton, Tobacco and Trust, Sin Compromiso, Selección No. 4, and the Davidoff, Winston Churchill, in Bellicoso, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica 5 Cigar Company. It's a handcrafted and artisan story built with a strong foundation by two legends, Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame, and Cuban master blender Hamlet Paredes. The entire line is crafted by Rob and Hamlet and refined with feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can jump on the FOH forum right now and post reviews and comments that go straight to the powers that be. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners. Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off Puro Desnudo Ninfas N7 5-packs and 50-count bundles using promo code FAB5. That's F-A-B-5. Right now at Fabrica005.com. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over 125 bucks US. This offer only lasts one more week. Again, use code FAB5 for 10% off Ninfa's five packs and 50 count bundles for the next week at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order Fabrica5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizard Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Pooba, Senator Pagoda, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some cognac, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 40th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cuban cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We do a deep dive on Puba's favorite cigar, Senator introduces us to the world of cognac, and we discuss how age can turn a good Cuban cigar into a great one, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar and enjoy, as we pair Remy Martin VSOP with the H. Upman number two. We're back to the Battle of the Pyramids tonight on the pod with the H. Upman number two. A very special cigar tonight for several reasons. Number one, we all love this cigar. Number two, it's Puba's favorite cigar. So we're checking a couple boxes tonight. And number three, he has been so generously kind to bring us eight-year-aged Upman twos from the Upman factory. Yep. Wow. Love, you're, love you're, 14. Love 14. We've made love reference 14, in the past. You but. know, people love the, uh, the box code in the year you know from upman so love 14 loving there's a whole hashtag loving <laughs> <laughs> loving up so uh but I, I i really love these um i've procured some over the past couple of years and and uh it's a pleasure to share these tonight because um uh what's better than than sharing a cigar with friends i think if you there's really no pleasure in smoking some of these things alone so 
Yeah, I think I, it's very kind of you to bring these. These are awesome, and I know these are your 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 secret stash of Lub 14. Yeah, two, I hope so. they smoke well for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll remember you didn't roll them. <laughs> what do you? Uh, let's cut this thing, boys. Let's see what we're getting on the uh, cold draw on the wrapper. It's a beautiful cigar. The draw is wide open. Oh, I can't wait. I really love these cigars, man. Wow. I haven't had one this age, so this is a real treat for me tonight. Yeah, me too. Mm. Draw is perfect. Getting the cedar, a little woody, a little, yeah. little leather. Mm. It tastes like tobacco and earthy. cedar and earthy. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's perfectly rolled, too. I mean, the pack is just enough. It's not too dense. Nope. Yeah, it looks really, really nice. A little light. Colored wrapper. Yeah, light colored wrapper. Yeah. Yeah, when you feel the weight of it, like they're not overpacked. Yeah. And I kind of like that. Yeah. This is great. Actually. Okay. Let's uh let's light this thing, boys. The H Upman. Upman number two. It's a 52 ring gauge by six and an eighth. Again, back to the Battle of the Pyramids. We've done several of these now. We only have one or two left, I think. And uh we'll see who the clear winner is in a few weeks. <laughs> I have a feeling that this one's going to have a head start on the on the wind tonight. Yeah, I could smell the smoke coming off of the cigars. I'm lighting it. It's really good. You can taste the age. I was just going to say right. that. Not wow. dis Not disappointing right off the bat. Yeah. yeah you can taste really it's got like a very deep earthy flavor. Yeah. And then it kind of transitions into some dessert flavors too mm -hmm. as it moves along. Yeah, that's really, really delicious on the light. Awesome. Right away, you know. I can have... There's almost like a peanut buttery thing that starts to happen, too. Yeah. So we have younger Upmans that Gizmo and I bought. 2019. And Senator, too. And yeah, Senator. We have, yeah, we have Upman Factory. I think they're 18s or 19s. I'll tell you something. I could have an Upman, too, every day. So now, Pooba, you know, you, have, you said... You, I think you said you have 14s, 15s, 17s. You, you have a nice collection of these, right? Yeah, I have it like staggered a little by year. So uh, I have 14s, 15s, 16s, 17s, you know, just so I can, because I like the cigar. Yeah. You know, so. So what do you find is kind of the, I don't want to say the, the peak age-wise, but where does it kind of get really think, good for you? I, I mean, for me, these, these are the oldest ones that I've got. I may have smoked a couple of maybe... But these are the pretty much the ones that I've had experience with is from 14 on. So I think the 14s smoke really well. Um, I think the, uh, <clears throat> I actually have some 17s that smoke very well. I mean, everyone shits on that year, but. Yeah, I love uh, the 18s that I have, uh, like, like Bam said, I think are smoking great, but they're very different than this. Not yes. in flavor per se, but in the complexity and the, the elegance and the smoothness mm -hmm. of the delivery. Yeah, this this to me, it, it kind of tastes like a Sir Winston almost. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, great parallel. Yeah, it's got like some smooth, of those characteristics. Like parallel. Yeah. It has that yeah. leathery thing too. Yeah. yeah, it's like earthy leather and. Uh, so like the, the younger the younger ones that Gizmo and Senator and I have, it's the same for me. The same flavor profile, just amped up. Mm. Where over the eight, over the years, it's really mellowed out beautifully. I, I love the finish in the cigar. Yeah, I love the finish yeah. on it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. got like this sweet finish. Once your palate just kind of 
adjust to what's happening with it and you start to roll with it. To me, it has this finish on it that's got a little complexity, and I like that. It's, it, has, it has a little, this sweet but not too sweet finish on the end. So, Puba, I, I agree. I, I think of complexity whenever I think of an up and two and, and like an elegant cigar. Like the flavors are so complex in this compared to some of the other torpedoes or bellicosos or whatever we want to call them that I think the flavor profiles are more straightforward. It's maybe two or three notes where I get a lot in this cigar. Yeah. And I mean, many of you guys probably remember this. When I was in Greece on vacation, I had obviously taken a ton of different Cubans. And to my complete surprise, I mean, the Upman 2 has never been my favorite cigar. I love an Upman 2, but it stole the show. Of every stick I brought on vacation with me, this yeah. surprised me the most. was just so incredibly satisfying. It, 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 I'm so glad you said that. I'm so happy that the cigar like presented itself to you in a way where that was compelling because you know that's what happens. You're like, oh, my God. Well, all of a sudden, this thing, well, I'm thinking about it differently. And maybe it, it could be acclimation. It could be the box. It could be whatever. But all of a sudden, it presents itself to you in a way that's compelling and cool and that's what happened to me with the cigar and i feel like it delivers there's complexity to it it, it, it delivers when you retrohale it you can so easily through the can go through the nose and you get a little bit of floral when you do that and then off like the front of your tongue you get like this sweetness when you want it so there's a lot going on as i'm smoking this like the sir winston this cigar for me is demanding that i slow down smoke it slower definitely just in the way that it's processing, it's like being processed by my brain and my mouth too. Yeah. Well, it's I, just, it's just, it's so nice in the hand, and it's, it's demanding me to to smoke this properly. So for me, I get the exact same thing, but I, I, I have a thought as to why this with age is a lot creamier. Like, in, as in, it coats your mouth in a way that the 18s we have doesn't have that as much on the finish. And I yeah. think that's why I'm smoking this slower because it, it just coats your mouth and it has like that like lingering finish that you just stop and appreciate exactly what you're experiencing and then you've got to kind of wait till your your next puff. So I, I agree. Like you, you you are forced to take your time with this cigar in a really great way. And yeah. I think that's the mark of a, a really elegant cigar. This, this might be the best Upman I've had. Yeah, this is pretty incredible. Of all the... Vitalis? I don't. I don't have a lot of Upmans, but I mean, wow. I have some fifty-four, forty-six. But you know, with this kind of age on this, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't have. I don't have many Sir Winston's, but I kind of relate this to uh, aged. This is Sir very, Winston. It's this like is very similar, similar to that thirteen it, Sir Winston I had a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, it's feeling like the, that. The, yeah. It the it the the finishes on the finish on the palate. It hangs and it's very pleasant. Yeah is a very pleasant finish on the palate. And you're just like, I like that. And it gets a little, there's a little caramel. There's a little like almost peanut butter aspect to it with all that earth underneath just Um, in the background. And you're just like, you know what? This is a good fucking cigar that deserves like my attention. And it's, and it's, it's really, that's why I like them so much. I mean, you, you hit the gold mine with this, this, these boxes for sure. I mean, this is really special. And the way they're packed, like, they're consistently, these, this factory code, like, they're not overpacked, but they're not underpacked. Did this come they're, out of they're, a... They're, you, but, but, so you burn the open draw to you. I mean, you just kiss it, and it combusts. And you're just like, wow. You know, it's not packed so tight. 
dress box or a sliding lid box for these? These only come in a dress box, oh, unfortunately. They only a dress box. They only come in a dress box at 25. Um, they've been around since I, I'm somewhere in the 1950s, it seems. They listed as a pre-1960 release. Um, there have been other various um, versions of this. They've had a Reserva Casecha in 2010. Um, they've had, uh, it obviously appears in the Selection Pyramides, which is, you can buy that from uh, Habanos. It's the selection of, of six pyramids of the various global uh, markers. Uh, and they had uh, a few other things, um, special releases. But this cigar, as it is, only comes in that dress box of 25. See, like to me, this blows my hair back a little. Like, like it's to me, it, I, I like I'm. I know it's my. I'm. 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 I'm a fan of this, and this is my thing. You guys don't have to agree with me, but I, no. I, 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 to the, me, it blows my hair back a little in love terms of like what it delivers. It's. It's. <clears throat> I think it's at the mat the maturation stage at this point, where hopefully these other cigars will get to in a, in a few more years where you're like, this is a special box. Well, this is now, I use that word demanding of me. Like I have two or three boxes of those BRE 18 yeah. or 19. Like I'm going to save them to get them do to you? this point. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you were on a need to know basis and you don't need to know. <laughs> I, I know now. <laughs> yeah, but these, it's, the, the difference is uh, the difference is night and day you between know this and like an 18. What's funny, it's, like when I sent you, remember when I sent you that the 18 beer, and I'm like, dude, you got to try this. We're loving it. You got to try this. I was like, fucking poop is shitting on my, this 18. And I'm smoking this now. I'm like, you were totally right. As far as. Just where this is at in its well, maturation. Even the BRE 19s, those are really good. But this, this is, is yeah, this, this is, is on another level. Yeah, I mean, I think what's encouraging. My fear in having this cigar was that I'm not going to want to smoke any of the like 18 BRE, you know, uh, upmans we have. What encourages me is that the flavor profiles are similar, and I love them in both. But the finish and that creaminess that I've talked about, that only comes through on this in a way that you don't get as much on that, and. Um, that's what you expect, you know, age to do. And, and it makes me want to even just kind of let those sit longer yeah, and see absolutely. how they develop. It's a thing, I think, with the Upman 2 that I've read anecdotally. And um, they also, it's not like they're super ubiquitous. I think the output on them is not, certainly probably they make, they must, they make less of these than like a Monty 2 or something, you know. And they would always go up and come down. They'd always go, they'd be in stock. And then they'd never last long. And there was never tons of quantity that you'd see in them. Because I think people do like to take these and tuck them away. I do. I, I believe that this is a cigar that sets up well for aging, maybe a little bit better than some other um, bellicosos, torpedoes, whatever you want to call them. Um, so there's demand for them and people like them. People like them who like them like them. Anybody you know. getting any nuttiness out of this? Oh, definitely. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Can you taste that? Yeah. yeah. Almost like a peanut, like I think Puba mentioned, like a peanut buttery type of, uh, I, I like agree. a nut. Like it's very yeah. sweet. Yeah. I, I do get a sweetness. I, get a, yeah. I get a saltiness no too, a little on oh, the finish, absolutely. which is why the peanut butter analogy worked for me. Like, absolutely. I think that's the note. So it's. I sent one of these to a, friend, a mutual friend of ours um, and uh, as a gift. Um, from one of our our social media group, and he he wrote back peanut butter bomb, <laughs> <laughs> and he was right, he was right because it does taste like he goes peanut butter bomb. So let me ask you a question, Puba. It's creamy and nutty. How did you? We talked about this um, 
on the other episodes where we did the, the, the Lizard's Favorite Cigars. How did you find the Upman 2? How did you find... Through our group, just the specific age that worked. You just through talking stuff. through talking to people and just like yeah, and 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 just watching. Um, I took a to you know I I think I took a gamble on a box because people I respected were smoking these at, at the time that I discovered them because I I feel like I was an Upman fan and maybe not everybody was a Upman fan earlier uh, going a couple of years ago. And I just kind of stumbled upon them, and then I started to explore the to explore the market a little bit more. And I just found out like I liked this. This is put it this way: this is one of the first Upmans I I bought were were number twos. And then I liked it so much, I looked at the half Corona. Then I looked at, of course, it was like, well, dude, the Sir Winston's right, and we all try, we all love those. Um, and the half Coronas, we all love. So there's a quality, I think, to the market that to that's that's. It's, it really fits into any humidor um, pretty well. So I, I remember that evening pretty well. We had to kind of twist your arm to get those Sir Winstons you didn't <laughs> want to part with. Because they were, they were, he was right. I mean, they were young, and we're like, Puba, we need, we need to try that cigar, having never <laughs> had one. Yeah. So he reluctantly brought a couple, and I think me and Giz tried the uh, Sir Winstons, and uh, it was a treat, but I think, Definitely, you know, if they sit for like a few years, they would. Yeah, they well, would those are seventeen, so it's not the best year of the Sir Winston. And I have a box I just got of the twenty fourteen Sir Winston's. You did? Wow! Did. Wow! Yeah, right, just next, got them. Next pod. <laughs> <laughs> you must have paid a fortune for those. Uh, they were not as a, a fortune. They were not as bad as you'd think. They were not as bad as you'd think. There's twenty twenties on Bond Roberts going for way more than what I paid for the 2014s. You got them a while back? Uh, I got them about two months ago, but I got them from someone that I've done business with before that I, you know, that I have a good relationship with that we've all done business with before, but so we'll, well try them at some point. Well, that, that sounds, that sounds like it's magnificent. Yeah. Speaking you. of me, I, I can't get over. We're about three quarters of an inch into this thing. The burn is razor sharp. Yeah, it is. Beautiful ash on it. Stacking, and the flavor is just, mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Yeah. And going very well with this spirit tonight. Yeah, let's talk about the uh, the cognac. So our awesome. first cognac on the pod tonight, uh, Senator uh, and a few of the guys were talking about doing cognac, and, and we decided to do it tonight. I got to say, as, as with every other thing we've done on this pod, I have no idea what cognac even is, why it's here, but I know it tastes good. So <laughs> I, I'm teeing it up. Is that my cue? That's your yes, cue, baby. <laughs> Teach me. Teach me. So I've been wanting to do cognac for a while just because I feel like it's a underappreciated and, and kind of misunderstood spirit and, and myself included in that. Um, you know, cognac is sort of known as like, a, you know, an older man's drink, something that's not as in style anymore. And uh, my only experience with cognac has been, you know, my dad loves every now and then to have a little Remy Martin with a cigar. And um, I remember trying once at, at, at their place um, a glass with a cigar, and I said, wow, this pairs shockingly well. And for us to start taking this dive into cognac, um, I wanted to start with stuff that is relatively ubiquitous and and that um, is accessible in price, and I think we'll just kind of work our way through it. So in us doing this, I just did a little bit of homework because I even couldn't really well distinguish a brandy versus a cognac and, and even the age statements and things like that. So just a, a little quick 
uh, overview. Even, even you couldn't distinguish? No, th this is one <laughs> spirit that I, I've never really dove deep on. I mean, I've, I've had a little bit of cognac here and there, but I've never known a, a whole lot about it. But this is something I want to start to appreciate, especially because in so many ways it was meant, um, it's intended to be one of the best pairings with a cigar. And so I feel like I've just not done my job as a cigar smoker, as a lizard, to not understand this spirit that is meant to pair so well. So just a, a quick overview. Um, this is kind of like the whole whiskey scotch debate. All cognacs are brandies. Not all brandies are cognacs. Oh, okay. So sort of like all scotches are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are scotches, right? So brandy, the broad category, is, distill, is a distilled spirit made from fermented fruit or grapes. So it can be white grapes, red grapes. It can be apples. There's like apple brandy and blackberry all brandy. Yeah, blackberry Shh, brandy. Putting that in your back pocket, going yeah. to the St. Patty's Day Parade. <laughs> so, uh, how, about, how about taking it into the algebra algebra finals sophomore year? <laughs> yeah, hey, tuck, tucking taping that bottle behind the behind the toilet in the in the high school bathroom. Teach blackberry to brandy. <laughs> That's oh, amazing. So brandy, there's not many rules. And, and so like the price point is insanely accessible, right? It, it's made from just about anything. Cognac, on the other hand, has to be made from white grapes and the it has to be grown in the cognac region in France. Oh, yep. okay. Uh, the cognac region is in the, the southwest part of France. And the most common grape, like 90-something percent of cognacs are made from a grape called Uni Blanc, um, which is a white grape. Uh, I can't, I, I wouldn't even be able to adequately compare it to like white grapes that we're familiar with, like a Sauvignon Blanc or, um, uh, you know, Chardonnay grape or something like that, because they obviously don't make a ton of wine with this. I've never heard of it outside of cognac. Um, after this is distilled, it's blended and then aged. So very similar to a number of, you know, scotches or bourbons or other whiskeys that we drink. And the age statements or, or the names on the bottles, you'll see VS, VSOP, XO, um, similar to our tequila conversation around a Blanco, Reposado, Anejo, indicate how much age it has. So a VS has at least two years of age in French oak. A VSOP, uh, and sorry, VS stands for very special. I have no idea where they came up with these hmm. names. Uh, VSOP is very superior old pale. That has at least four years in French oak. And an XO, which is extra old, um, has at least six years in French oak. I always thought XO was a brand thing that that some of these did. I had no idea that it was a uh, a marker of of how yeah. aged the, the 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 product is. Yeah, I think that um, like we we have an uh, an age difference in this room that spans you know between us some some of us more than a decade. Let's just say significant. I, I'm significant. an XO. <laughs> so <laughs> me and Rooster are definitely We're XO. XO baby. Um, uh, you guys uh, are like VPs. Bam. I'm but, always, you know, I'm oh, always yes. marginalized when it comes to the age statements. <laughs> well, that's because you look. That's because you look so handsome. Oh. That's why. I mean, you know, I gotta call you Portland. You know, the great. You got. <laughs> I mean, look at his calves. His calves alone are fantastic. He's got great calves. He's got great calves. Great indeed, calves. indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, but I think that uh, I, I, I think that we're having this. It's good that we're having this conversation because, and I'm, I'm really glad that 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 senator put this idea forward. Because I, I recall during the cigar boom, let's call it the early 2000s, where there was a little bit of a, like a cognac, like when cigars, cigars and cognac, cigars and cognac kind of 
going back to the old school it's an old school drink you just don't see people ordering this that often um and i think that other spirits kind of fell into favor particularly scotch in terms of popularity and demand and things like that um so i really never was in the circle of acquaintance and these are people you know across different groups of friends who drank a lot of great stuff that were never really into cognac so i never really got exposed to good cognac or was had a friend who was like dude you gotta try this you know what i mean and 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 really drank it and even friends who smoked cigars i just hadn't so i'm glad we're bringing it forward i think a lot of people it's could revisit it and and, and explore it a little bit more and maybe who knows maybe there's some deals out there Maybe it's not in demand. No, there, there are. And, and, and I, I think this spirit may make a comeback. And I just say that because I've been wanting to do this since we started this podcast, but it's not something that stays top of mind for me. Yeah. And we were at our clubhouse the other day, and I saw a guy walk in with a bottle of cognac that he was sipping with his cigar. And I was like, wow, I, I, you don't even see that happen, right? In everyone, lounges. In lounges. You just yeah. see everyone bring scotch or bourbon or something like that. So um, it was just a good reminder for me and a little bit about the cognac we're drinking. So this is uh, Remy Martin BSOP. Um, which I think is like the best entry into cognac. And I so say you that, said, just to clarify again, you said VSOP is kind of the middle grade? Exactly. Okay. So okay. like a Reposado in tequila. Okay. And um, I think it's the best entry point. And I say that because I've had a number of the VSOPs that are, are very common. Um, Corvassier, Remy Martin, there are obviously a number of others. And Remy has always stuck with me. Like, I remember years ago, you know, Morton's Steakhouse, back when Morton's made amazing steaks, and, and now I can't really say that anymore. But uh, when they did, if you were a, a really good customer at Morton's, you got like this special card they gave, and you would kind of whip this out, and it had all these benefits. And at the end of dinner, it didn't matter how many people you brought with you. You could have a table of 20. They would give free a free after-dinner drink for everyone at the table, and you could do scotch, cognac, whatever the case was. And I would occasionally get a Remy Martin, and... I liked it. Like I really enjoyed it. Like in a snifter. Yeah, exactly. And and just really loved it. And so um, I thought this is a good um, entry point into the world of cognac. And just a little bit about Remy Martin and and Absolutely. some of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know nothing about this. This is great. Yeah, this is you know, great. I'll have, I'll admit something. I've never had cognac until tonight. I don't it's, think well, I did. My dad may have ever. given me some at some point, but I think this is the first time I remember. So, like Senator, having I'd watch my dad drink cognac when I was a kid. With a beer chaser. Yeah, that happened. And uh, I've never tried it. I just thought it was an old guy's drink, and I didn't, wasn't interested. But this is really, really good. It's really good. Really good. Really have nice. You, have you guys and I bet you there are a bunch of people out there like, you're crazy. Cognac's awesome. But this yeah. is just us. I mean, we uh, not, a, not a lot of exposure. Yeah. It's also Armanac. Yeah. <laughs> what that went over my head? What, what is that? What is that? Is that like a is that there's, like a video game console? There's also, there's the, also the, the, late, the early eighties or something. No, it's Activision. Like, it's like cognac. Like it's uh, almanac is I think distilled once and cognac is distilled twice. Oh wow! Uh, apparently, yeah. and I see almanac must be another region as well that that would be yeah. made in. Yeah. Um, but just a little bit on the history of some of the big cognac makers. So the the oldest cognac brand is Martell, which folks may have heard of. Um, they, their history stretches back to 1715. Wow. Remy is pretty close. They're the second oldest, uh, founded in 1724. So these go way, way back. Here like, I'm thinking that like the Scotch stuff that the, the, yeah. the, I know. the Scotch makers have been around for 200 <laughs> years. I'm thinking, wow, that's a long time. 
This yeah. is 500 yeah, years. The, friend, the, the French. 300 years. Making, excuse me. This is France. Uh-huh. The French have been making stuff forever, right? Yeah. It's crazy. That's exactly I mean, right. You know? I mean, it's crazy. Like, even a brand as ubiquitous as Hennessy, right? Like, and I, I associate Hennessy with like a nightclub drink. Yeah. Like, that's why I could never even take cognac seriously. I think part of it was because of that. Hennessy was founded in 1765. I mean, like the history of these companies, these brands, wow. it, it's unbelievable. Um, it really is. So um, what this Remy Martin BSOP is made of, so essentially it's, it's from two crews, they call them, within the, the cognac region. It's Grand Champagne and Petite Champagne. And so when you look at the bottle. So this is in, this is in, it's, this is close to the Burgundy area of France near Champagne, near Dijon. No. So that's the other thing. I didn't know this. So this was a learning experience for me very recently. I assume that this was like right near the Champagne region. It is not. The Champagne region is in the northeastern part of France. This is uh, southwest. This is oh. actually closer to Bordeaux and, and, and some oh, of those okay. regions. Gotcha. And so it's so funny. You see on the bottle of Remy, it says Cognac Fine Champagne. Now, I assume that meant that champagne grapes were used or it was made in the Champagne region, but it's neither of those things. When it has the fine champagne designation, it means it's a blend from the Grand Champagne and Petite Champagne crews within the Cognac region. This Wow. So it gets a little complicated, but the the takeaway is they're totally separate from the Champagne region of France. It's not Champagne grapes. It's not from that region. It just so happens that a region within Cognac is called Grand Champagne and Petite Champagne. Can I see that bottle? Yeah. This is a really interesting bottle. You know, I've I've been to, to, I'm not going to dwell on it, but I mean, I've been to, to Burgundy. I've been to the Champagne region of France. You know, what the, the crazy thing, is the, the how these fields are set up and just to reinforce what uh senator's point is is that th- like across the street you could have i can only really speak to burgundy because that's, that's only that's the only place i've really been but you could have like a village field and then you throw a stone and there's a grand crew field of grapes and it could be the same that the same winemaker could own those fields or two different ones can own them. And I mean, it's like a stone's throw sometimes. It feels like they're so close together. And it's just so, and then the naming and everything is, it goes back so far that it doesn't make logical sense. Well, that that's, it's funny you say that. <laughs> you know, so I was even so confused. I'm like, why are there so many things called champagne within France that are not from the champagne region? Apparently champagne is just meant to, uh, to, to essentially mean uh, that it's like very clay-driven, uh, sorry, very chalky soil, they say. So it's like very ripe for certain white grapes that produce cognac in that one part of France and champagne in another. Right. Uh, but there are a zillion different crews within France that have the word champagne in it that aren't even part of the Champagne region, which was very confusing for me and I feel like for most well, people. Yeah, I mean, when you go back hundreds of years when all these designations were made, it's not like they had an internet where they're like, we're going to coordinate and I'm going to call that guy <laughs> up there and we're going to coordinate how, what we call this stuff, dude. These people didn't even talk to each other. You got to drive like 27 days to get by horseback to talk to some guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's true. And the, the other thing on Remy Martin, I just, I think everyone, even if you've never had cognac, has everyone heard of the bottle Louis XIV? Yes. yes. Yeah, like, this is like, like a famous baller mm-hmm. bottle. If yeah, you've got a bottle of that, 
it goes for four or five grand a bottle. Like yeah. you can go on Total Wine right now. It's gonna be four thousand. Damn Glacerian chugs that. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's made by Remy Martin. And so like Got they it. make some really, really high end stuff. So why didn't we start there tonight, Senator? <laughs> Put the investment he's in got, it. He's got stairs, air conditioning units, yeah. plumbing. Plumbing. I mean, he's, new he's, cement. He's got, got a lot, lot, of, lot of capex going on right now. <laughs> I got a question. Uh, so this is in a 375. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, so I, I bought a half bottle. Okay, so how much is? So a, a 750 is $50. Okay. And this is half that. Got it. Okay. I mean, oh. slightly more. Like so 20. then how much is the... Uh, the VS entry level. That's a good question. Uh, is it? Um, you it's know, it's probably I, like twenty five to thirty. Okay. So how much is that split? Twenty five bucks for the three seventy five. Yeah. So like every bar, you mm. just put that in and just have it. And you have some guests and absolutely. You go on, you know, like after the bad couples dinner. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like where you're like, oh my god, I got to go on a couples dinner, and you go out with a couple <laughs> from town, and the wife you know, set it up. Yeah, the <laughs> wife sets it up and. There's the conversation in the car afterwards where you're like, where they're like, how do you think that guy that went? Mark is really nice. <laughs> but you think, why did you say that? And then they do the audit. You embarrassed me. The why audit. did you say that when he was ordering and then you said that? And then, you know, why did you say who doesn't like black olives or whatever? Like, you know, who doesn't like that? And you get reamed out. And then afterwards you come to the house and you pour a little Remy Martin for the guy. <laughs> I gotta say, he's, <laughs> it's like it's like confirming you really don't want him back again. <laughs> yeah, which is nine times out of ten. Let's be real. No, I mean, but you could you know have a nice little bonding moment with it, you know. So I'm. It, it does drink like a like a like a whiskey. Excuse me, I almost said bourbon, but it's very ob obviously very fruit forward. It is. So it is. Yeah. But the the thing I, why I like this because I'm not a fan of very sweet things. That's why like I always will prefer scotch to bourbon. I, I think this drinks more like a scotch in like the Balvany McAllen family, right? Not anything peated. No. Um, than it does a bourbon. Like this is not, it finishes dry. That's yeah. what I like about it. Well, this. yeah, it finishes like you get totally. get the fruit, uh, the dried fruit up front and it finishes dry. It's, it does finish nice and dry. Can, it's you, absolute, can you put it's a little bit more delicious. in my cup? Yeah, and actually pour, pour the next one neat because neat, when yeah. we poured this, when I took a sip of this before any ice had melted, I thought it was perfect. And as the ice melted and opened it up, I liked some of the notes I was getting, but I think I prefer this just neat. Yeah, Still. pass that bottle around, please. You got it. Um, do you usually put ice in cognac? I've never seen. I mean, most purists would not, would not but right? some do. You can. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like the same thing. You know, we had Ricky on to talk about tequila, right? Yep. And, you know, for him, he'll never put ice in a tequila, but obviously right. there are tons of us that do. So yeah. it's personal preference, but... A true connoisseur of that spirit would advise against it. By the way, speaking of Ricky, yeah, I, I love sending text messages to Ricky with a, a glass of Don Julio full of ice <laughs> and his head just explodes. Oh, it's the greatest. Yeah, I, yeah, I do it every well, time. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, the, the Ricky Camacho uh, uh, the tequila episode. I will say I did listen to it. And take a listen. If you're out there, take a listen to that episode. It's good. It's a good episode. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. What? About in regard to when I said about Ricky, you were about to say something. Oh, oh, I don't know. I can't remember what that oh. was. I lost my train of thought. I guess it's all good. Oh, uh, this is better neat. Yeah, I'm gonna is. try it neat in a second. It's, really it's way good. better neat. I think that's probably the way you're supposed to drink it, and then it does finish dry. I mean, 
I think it drinks very nicely with this cigar. It does. Yeah. It's, it's pairing up perfectly with this. So, we're, you know, we're about halfway through this now. I'm finding this to pick up a little bit. Um, yeah. It's, it's still really smooth and elegant, but mm-hmm. it's, just, it's, it's really starting to take me on a journey here. It's a fabulous cigar. Yeah. It's the perfect cigar to do with cognac in the sense that I always associate Upman, too, with just like an elegant cigar. Yeah. And I just feel like cognac, had, you know, if there's one thing that cognac's known for, it's being a very elegant spirit. And uh, I think the pairing works extremely well. What's funny about cognac is uh, we we touched on it briefly, but I've always seen it and I've ignored it. I've seen it ignored. I mean, it's it's buried on the right hand page all the way at the bottom of any spirit or wine list that you get at a restaurant. I've never seen anyone order it. I've never been at a restaurant when anybody orders it. Um, it just seems like it kind of sits there. Yeah, so before, I think it's usually know. like an after dinner. Yeah, and Puba you know. said it earlier. It's not in vogue, right? Uh, Unless you know it, it right? Yeah. And, and honestly, for me. Hennessy ruined cognac for me in the sense that when you oh, would just yeah. see Hennessy like become this nightclub drink, yeah, you know, you, you would never see someone in a nightclub order like you know bottles of single malt scotch like that. You're you're, you're not going clubbing to drink like you know yeah. wine spirits. You don't associate it with a moment where you're having a cigar. Exactly. Yeah. So I just wrote it off. I just said like me this too. is not a serious spirit anymore, and I'm glad we're we're giving this a shot because I could very easily see myself drinking more of this dude it is so drinkable there's zero bite to it yep it's delicious it's tasty it's fantastic you know it goes it i agree Ben. ridiculous 100 percent. and you know what it goes great like that little split you throw that in your locker at the cigar lounge yeah and it's a really nice thing to have around in a in, in a certain spot um i'm gonna give it to my son before his final exams yeah, <laughs> you should. You should. It's like swing lube, you know? It's like yeah. when you're on the golf course, you know, hey, just junior. loosen them up. Swing lube. swing lube, you know? Hey, son, take a couple shots. There of, you go. Take a couple shots of Remy. Go That's in it. and knock that final dead. You know, kill it. the nerves. <laughs> Pagoda, what do you think of the cigar? For me, I was just about, I was just zoning. I was I was thinking about it, but um, really, really enjoying it. I I think what I really like about it is, I think like Puba mentioned it earlier, is um, that you get this flavor in your mouth. It somewhat coats your mouth, and it's it kind of lingers. And I've really been enjoying that, and it's very mild and flavorful. Um, and as someone yeah. who likes a little more oomph, it, it does that. Is that something you appreciate or you don't love? Like, no, I, where does it sit for you kind of in? So I've, I've really started enjoying a lot of the Cubans, uh, as, as you guys know. And, you know, um, like even you consider something like grass where you have the Cuban twang as per se. I think I've started to just really enjoy that kind of flavor. So um, it's not something I go and pick up every day, but. Uh, I can tell you the other day I was smoking Cubans out on my deck when it was not windy and it was beautiful. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. And it was sunny and, you know, I, I think I'm more likely to put them more in the afternoon. Um, I know this is supposed to be like a medium body. It doesn't uh, give me that, you know, like one could say it's really refined for my taste. <laughs> right. well, well, I think, though, you know, when Pagoda says that, I just think about the comparison between the, this Upman at, at, what, 2014? Yeah. And the Upmans that we have at 2018, and I think maybe we have a 19 box, too? Yeah, 18s or 19s. I have 21s as well. Okay. 
And I just think the 18s and 19s have a bit more umph umph and strength to them a That's little. That's exactly and, right. And, and I think you know maybe exactly for right. Pagoda's palate in particular, yeah, he may actually prefer that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would normally gravitate toward that, but this is like blowing me away that I, yeah. Mean, I would yeah, take Yeah, this, this. Is, this is superb. The rough edges are off. Or have been, yeah. this, this is a polished stone. It oh, is. yeah. You know what I mean? As it opposed is. to something with some rough edges on it. There are no rough edges on the cigar. But, it's, it's really... To, so yeah. to me, this embodies what I would, I would call... You would say... I, I would call it full flavor. Yep. I would call it full body, medium cigar. It's medium in strength, but full-bodied in flavor to me. I think that this is a full-bodied, full-flavor, like full-bodied. It's got body to it. It's got, so it coats your mouth, the finish is long. And that it's that com- combination com- I get in the younger Upman, for me personally, what I'm getting now is a sophisticated, smooth, and Senator, you said it earlier, creaminess that I don't get in the early Upman. Well, that's what I call body. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I yeah, call body. I would yeah. still say yeah. on the body of this cigar, I would say medium full. I would not say Agreed. full. And no, I no, just no. say that because like, if I think of like a full-bodied cigar that's delivered very smoothly, like we lit up a Padron 50th the other night. Oh, for okay. Well, if we're going that's there, like yeah. That's like full body. Well, okay. This sure. is yeah. medium full. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. It, okay. I'll temper that. that. You're right. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking really kind of more in the Cuban realm. I've got a question. For a Cuban, I think it's got a lot of body. Oh, totally. yeah. Oh, Solidly yeah. medium full to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I think most are medium. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, for me, the saltiness on this is getting, is, is getting stronger and stronger. I am loving that. What kind of salt is it for you? It's like that Cuban twang. It is. The twangy. Yeah, the floral, it's unbelievable. The floral salt. I don't, I, you, I don't in the second half, it. Bam's exactly yeah. right. It's like exploded for me. Like, yeah. this is very twangy now, and yeah. I love that. Yeah. And uh, Pagoda just said it. A hint of floral. And ramp up in saltiness, it's fantastic. Through the nose, it gets floral, particularly in the yeah, beginning. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's very enjoyable. Please don't get me wrong. It's just as, you know. Um, <laughs> but that's why I asked don't the question. Re- yeah. yeah, no, thank you. That's why I yeah. asked the question because I'm, uh, you know, the other, the re- the other five of us, I, I kind of knew, yeah. I kind of know where it kind of falls for us. But I'm, for you, I think you're a little bit of an outlier, which is a, a compliment yeah. in that your palate is different than ours. And I think that's a good thing. So I'm curious how this hits a palette like yours, you know? No, absolutely. I, I think I'll definitely get a box of these and have it around because um, I've really, really enjoyed it. There's, it's not that, but it's not yeah. one of those things where, you know, it's uh, blown my mind away, you know, like uh, uh, for, for some of you. Uh, yeah, like I, I want to find a box of these immediately. Can you Venmo Puba like fourteen hundred dollars? Fourteen hundred rupees, yes. That's coming right away. I'll <laughs> get you the band. <laughs> hey, listen, we've got to start somewhere. I'll begin with the band. Upman twos of any age are hard to find right now. Yeah, they really are. People yeah, like I've, them. I mean, they're popular for these reasons. Yeah. Um, you know. I've started to see, uh, I mean, very recently, some of the younger ones pop up, and I've mm-hmm. like hesitated because I'm not sure what to expect. But, but Giz, you said that you've got a 21 box, and they're good. I haven't smoked one. Oh, okay. uh, uh-huh. because I know, you know, based on what what Puba has said about the cigar, that it definitely needs some time. I have the 18s and 19s. I, you know, I pick the the P2s and the Monty twos far more frequently just because of scarcity. You know, I'm just I don't see them as much. You're right. Um, I have a couple PSP boxes of these coming from. Uh, FOH that wow. I'm going to just sit on 21s. Uh, yeah, they're 21s. They're young, okay. but I'm just like, I, I've 
almost code. kind of blindly, uh, just because I trust Puba's palate and and how he's what he's taught you know uh, turned me on to with Upman, uh, especially with the Winston and some of the other cigars. But I've kind of blindly just chased that. So when I see them come up, I've just kind of been collecting them. Yeah. And the 18s have blown my mind, and this is just... 18s are awesome. This is superb. Yeah. What's, what's the oldest Upman 2s out there? Like, when was it introduced? It came out... It was in 50s. the 50s, but you can find, you know, they're as old as the Monty 2s. They are. Yeah. I don't think they've been as, uh, you know, revered or chased, you know, a Monty 2s. I mean, yeah, certainly. I mean, I've seen some, like, 1970s Monty 2s, like the guys smoke, but I've yeah. never seen an Upman mm. go that far back. Yeah, so. they've been around a long time. It's a nice representation of the marca, in my view. It is. It's like a nice representation of it. I feel like it's kind of like when you go through and you talk about, like, I like I like the Mag 50. Not everyone loves it. I like it. Um, the Mag 46. But this is like a departure from that. But to me, the kind of dessert flavors that are reflected in this and some of the things we talked about, that are adjacent to the Sir Winston and that kind of flavor profile to me is says says H Upman. It's I, like it kind of represents, ref- represents the, the yeah. marker really well. I, but the thing that I that frustrates me about the fact that they call Sir Winston a regular production cigar is it's that I think that's an unfair thing to say. I know they make it everyone. It, it just doesn't come up a lot. It's a very pricey cigar. It's hard to find. Yeah. This to me as a regular production cigar that you can get this is the as it sits right now in our hand this is the some of the best that upman has to offer some i of the best i mean and when you think about the anahatos the the uh, 2011 well, robusto anahatos that's a great point you know fantastic. when you think about that fantastic. cigar and what that delivers and that's kind of a it's a it's a cousin to this mm-hmm. that smoothness and that creaminess and that delicious delivery to me like that cigar this cigar and how some of these Upmans with age up create kind of something really nice. Yeah. So let's let's so, talk about the Anahatos for a second that you brought up because that uh, I, I can't believe we, none of us have I thought mean, about it. Because I mean, that's such a great cigar. It's, an, it's, it's a, amazing. It's an incredible. It's a magnificent cigar. It's an incredible cigar. So incredible we, cigar. We got, uh, we, a couple of us, I was late to the party, but a couple of us now ended up with uh, 2011 boxes of H. Upman Royal Robustos uh, with the Anahatos label on them, which is a questionable uh, marketing thing that Habanos did um, where they put out aged cigars later. So we ended up with uh, 2011s. And these cigars are just... Unbelievable. They're unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. unbelievable they're on the same level as this. As this. Maybe I mean, better. I, Maybe I, even better. I, I, kind of, I agree with you. I agree I mean, with Puba. They're, they're, they're really good. They're yeah. close. I, yeah. I got yeah. that on blind faith. There was a auction that some of us were partaking in and um that was on there and there were a number of other anahatos cigars and i had heard so much about how the anahatos line is kind of a bunch of bullshit that they say that they're aged at least four or five years but you have some of these smokes and they really don't taste some disappoint some disappoint and so i was just quickly trying to find if there was any of in the anahatos line that were worthwhile all the marcas have you know there's a partagas there's upman there's yeah. Monty, Monty, a ton of them make Romeo, these. Romeo, yep. and what I was seeing consistently on forums was that guys were saying that their favorite one was the Upman Anahato. So on blind faith, I said, okay, I'll just bid on you know five of these, and I had gotten them, and um, I was shocked how much I liked this cigar, despite all the hate that's out there for the Anahato's line, and um, I had 
ordered a box that popped up on I have that I had no idea what year. Yeah. And I happened to get this box and it's got the crazy health sticker on the back and I ripped that off and it's 2011 underneath there, the same as I had bought in that auction. And I remember we were at one of our lounges and I think I gave one to Giz. And Puba, right? And Puba. The three of us were there. The, and, the North Lounge. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think right on the spot, you like ordered a box. I mean, I ordered it immediately. Incredible. Well, yeah, I want to say, I can't say for sure, but almost like we had ordered them at the same time and I paid my slightly more. Box. My second Was that box the second did. box? Yeah. But the first one we had was with you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and those were really. I, 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 I mean, I th- those were sourced from the same place by who I got it from anyway. But it, it, and then you were able to find that, which was in, and grab that box, which is great. And so, if you remember, I smoked it without ashing it. That's right. Once we have a photo of that. that? Giz yeah, that was that was at time. the North North yeah. Lounge. Right. I, I smoked the whole thing down without ashing it until it went out. Like yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. Smoked it all the yeah, way very good. So, and it has the similar characteristics, right? You yep. can, you can, you can taste it. You can, it, another really great representation. Uh, I got to say though that this cigar that we have in our hand, you said it, the robusto may be better than this. I think this to me beats the robusto for me. It's a it bigger does. story, and it, it does. Yeah, we'll it, have to revisit the. Uh, yeah, we could. Do, we should do that on the pod at some point. We should. Also, what's really good is the propios. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, really that, good. So yeah, was talk, that an EL? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Roosters they had that really cigar. Good. I've had that cigar. I've had the cigar. Okay. Yes. When Puba said full body before, that's full that's body. Full body. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, thing that, smokes like a New World cigar. I couldn't believe how much flavor. But it, it was great. <laughs> it was great. Oh yeah. He gave me one because I got a box of those and the Anahados at the same time. Ah. Uh-huh. I know the ELs, the Propius were a little bit more, but still. You know, nothing compared to, like, the prices right now. By the way, for the listener, when we say EL, we're saying edition limitada. Limited edition uh, from Habanos. So that's what we mean when we say. What year were those? Like 2018. 2018. 2018. That's right. Those will get better. Yeah. I have a couple of those sitting. I haven't touched them since the first time we smoked them. It was very good, though. Yeah. And then, you know, we talked about uh, one of our favorite cigars collectively I know a lot of us smoke it at the end of uh, a smoking session is the half Corona. Oh, dude. I mean, love those. I mean, yeah. all I will, of us and, and all can, everybody. We can never get enough of those. I will you know, never forget when we never put those enough. up together. This was we were at Puba's house. We let's just say enjoyed ourselves quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> One of those summer nights. It <laughs> <laughs> is the very end of the night. This was a late. It was a ridiculous. It was at three like, o'clock in yeah, the morning. Yeah, it was like two. It was two forty-eight. Actually, at this point, it's like two something in the morning. I think there were only three of us left that night. There was. It was, it was me, Bam, and Puba. I think at that point. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And uh, I think Bogota had left. And Giz and got mad at us that day. He did. He wasn't there. <laughs> Bastards. Well, for many other reasons. Yeah. I must have gone to bed because I'm XO, extra old. <laughs> you were taking a nap. I'm taking a nap. But I needed just like a small little stick. And in that same auction that I had bought the Upman Anahados, I had gotten these little half Coronas. Never had. None of us had had it at that point because I had right. asked if anyone knew if they were good. No one had ever tried them. Right. So and I, so from, I just, that, from our guy down south, I bought... Because, go ahead, after your story. Yeah, yeah. Because no, th- of your happened, story. Oh, yeah. And, oh and I have a bone to pick, so let's get there. <laughs> Dude. Let's get there. I couldn't help myself. So, so we, I light this stick up, and I'm sitting there gushing about how good this cigar I mean, this thing is so small, I couldn't believe the flavor out of this little Cuban cigar. And I'm just sitting there. The only thing you can question at that point is, like, I've had plenty to drink. Either it's the alcohol that I think this cigar is that good, or it's really that good. 
And maybe I had one extra with me, and I think I gave it to Bam that yes, night. Did. Yes, you did. And Bam had the exact same reaction. Holy shit, this is one of the best short smokes I've ever had. Now, the problem with me sharing that cigar with Bam <laughs> was that he went to the same source I bought them from, and he cleared them out, and well, they were the, sold the, out. So know, when I messaged the guy, he said, someone just bought all of them, and I wonder who that was. That's correct. Yeah. And by the, way, by the way, it's inappropriate, and not all, not, all, not all is fair in love and cigars. Wow. So, no, but to be fair, to be fair not, he did share them. He he did, of course, he shared them, but still. You know, I that's kind of rare. Know. Rare to the share. But you he know. did share them. Yeah, the, you know the, the, the sniper, stop sniping, or whatever the the, I, the, the, the little cartoon character I've is. I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Do I, I remember? No, thank you, Bam, for introducing me to that. I remember that night we were once again at the bar up north, and um, it was just fantastic. And it's actually become one of my favorite. Yeah, you smoke a lot of those. Yeah, like end of night smokes. There's nothing better. Maybe you know there are a couple of others which are. You know, you know, a few percentages below, but that is fantastic. That's a great steak. I've been smoking a lot of these short smokes lately, like, like the Coronas sm- and stuff. Well, like I had a D six this morning. Phenomenal steak. Great oh, steak. Love you know, it. Driving, driving to work or whatever. D six, short to punch. D five, uh, the Partagas, um, short Coronas, and then the uh, Partagas short. I mean, and then the uh, uh, PLPCs. Yeah, mm-hmm. poor Laranaga that we did. Yeah, yeah we just did that. Uh, yeah, great. I mean, so much flavor. Yeah, you yeah. only have about half an hour to smoke. They're awesome. Yeah. I'm They're into. Great. I'm into the. I'm very into the D6, and I'm very. Oh, I love in, the D6. I'm very into the yeah. D6 because it's like the size of a half Corona, but a little, a little bit r- larger ring gauge. Yep. Let me tell you something, man. I like snuck one of those in. Real quick, <laughs> and I was super like sad. I mean, you're like, I wish it was a it's D4, awesome. and I'd want to smoke more of it, but it's super happy. I can got I an H box, or good. Can, can I make a request? Yeah. So I've I've had a D6 many years ago that I just didn't fall in love with, and I've had the D5, it's and just I don't D. love the D5, and the D4. Obviously, I'm obsessed with. I we need to do the D6. I think we should well, do I, the D6. I, have the D6. Yeah. I think we should yeah. do the short smoke special when we when but we get when we start coming into the you know the, the, the winter. winter. All right, then we'll I do the D6 to, I mean, like, and the half corona. My I need to try one and the Papa Fritas. <laughs> but my D6s that. are old as fuck. I think they're like maybe 2016 oh, or wow. 15. Wow. Wow. I they're try, a little old. I want to try a younger one only because as inventory obviously is so limited right now. Yeah. The one thing I consistently see on a lot of yeah, sites is the D6, and I'm nervous to order it because I'm not sure that I'm going to like it. Do it. So I would love to try. I'll, and I'll, the presentation's so cool, dude. It's like two. It's a twenty buck count box, and it's like, but it's the it's the size of a the height of a ten count box. I see. And it's just ten and ten, and you can slide it in your tower. That's so cool. <laughs> I love it. Real <laughs> sneaky, like <laughs> you know, jigsaw puzzle wise. You know what I mean? Because if I'm out of room, so is everybody else. You know I know else you is, guys are. What yeah. else is good? The uh, the Monty Petit Edmundos. Oh yeah, I think I have one of those. Oh, with those me are great. And Senator shits on those like a like I, a, like I, a I fucking do. lunatic, I do. And, he, and it's fucking crazy. There, it's a good cigar. Like just buy one box and have a box. They're All right. good, he's, ladies he's and gentlemen. Right. Someone shits on him. He poopy poops. Someone's on holding court tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but he does. He shits on him. Oh, that cigar sucks. I have one with me. Like, I've, I've had several mediocre Petit Edmundos. I was at Giz's place once, and he gave me one, and that was the best one I had had. 
But the problem for me, this is the same problem I have with the D5, and, and I hope I'm not going to have with the D6. The, the D5 is just not as good as a D4. And for me, like a Petite no. Mundo is not nearly as flavor, like this, the flavor is not as satisfying as like a Monty 2. So, when, or even like a Monty, any of like the, the three, the four that like have more flavor. So I, they're not, it just they're, has to hold up flavor wise to the rest of the market. I hear you, bro. But they're like, they're utilitarian to a certain degree. To me, like it gives me a D5 or a D6 gives me like that D4, like that kind of D4 flavor that you'd want. And just like a small package, like a, I don't think that those little cigars can really they don't have time to develop and like they're so small they're over when they're they're over you're smoking a d6 dude you in like 22 minutes bro the thing's fucking gone for real 23 four five minutes that thing's over now the d6 is good it's good i I, I trust it i trust that that's got to be better because the d5 i'm not so so i prefer the d6 over the uh the monte petit edmundo Okay, that's good to hear. Well, yes, uh, I yeah, would say right. that too. So, yeah, and then the short dip punch, of course. I mean, that's that's a great. But cigar. that's a that's real a cigar, though. Speaking yeah. of peanut butter bomb, it's also yeah. short, though, right? I mean, it's a, it's yeah, a it's little like a, shorter. It's a short robusto. It's a little longer than a D6, but extremely, but extremely flavorful. Yeah, very. That flavorful. is a peanut yeah, butter. That's bomb. a peanut butter bomb. Absolutely, yeah. that's a good cigar. And oh, it's an excellent. That's cigar. the ten count. The it's short delicious. punch, the punch. Yeah, 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 delicious. But that's closer to a robusto, in my opinion. Kind of. That's a like a hermoso. Yeah, It's a hermoso, I believe. Right. Fuba's right. Yeah, we did, we did a pot on that, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. I think we did. We did. Yeah, the short to punch. Yeah, no, I thought we did the punch punch. Punch no, punch. We did. We didn't, we, do short, we, we didn't do short. We didn't do short. We didn't. No, have punch we did. to punch. That is absolute, a lot of people will fucking love that cigar. I'm it's pot. You. I think it's pot worthy. Yes, we didn't do oh, the short to punch. Am I being a dummy? Yeah, I don't think we did it. We did the punch punch. I think you're I know right. We did the punch punch. I thought we, we did not do the short to punch. Absolutely, pot. You are correct. Okay. We there should do go. that one. Everyone's yeah. got those too. Yeah, yeah. I have some. Oh yeah. yeah. Not a lot, but I have a handful. Yeah. That's uh, a great stick. I've it been is. I've been smoking a lot of those lately. Fucking great. Have yeah. you? Yeah. Are they out there? Um Not now. Yeah, you can get the D six, I think. Right? No, I thought you yeah. meant the I thought short you meant the punch. short the punch. Oh short the I punch. Haven't, they they I were for a while them. and now I, not so much. I haven't, I haven't seen them in a while. Looking. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I haven't seen them in a while. The problem now is like, you know, when your tower, like you have so many boxes like back and forth. You don't know where, where the box is. Like you kind of forget what you have. You know, it's like you that, just. It makes me want to ask. Oh, Bam, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Bam, are no you having shit. this problem? But, Not well, yet. <laughs> Senator doesn't have it because he like organizes. Oh, I'm this sure. Whole I'm sure he's thing. got he's got well, an Excel I mean, spreadsheet. Like really organized, and like a, a fucking robot comes out is like that. That's a cigar was is gone now. When and I, it's like all of a sudden it computes in his brain. Like me, I just shovel the fucking boxes. <laughs> When I when I get to stocking my tower, have you pulled? Have you? Is it in your house yet? No, um, <laughs> I've been too busy. I've really been busy. But here's the thing: I plan on creating a manifest, so I'll know what's on each shelf and I'll know where to go. You have to have a manifest. It's lunacy. The whole thing. I, I love just when Bam. This is a guy who doesn't have just, a tower yet. Can we just set this up? I love when Bam says, "I Jesus. plan on having a manifest." That means he's going to say, "Hey Siri, where are my up and twos?" That's exactly what that means. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fucking manifest, dude. But you end up like moving boxes around. You know, something's on the bottom. You want to bring it up. What's on the I top? I can't. Right. Exactly. My thing's Rooster, like a Tetris Rooster. thing. I can't organize by brand. I'm going to impress you. I have you. to organize by box size. I'll impress you with my organization. Okay. I hear Siri. Someone's Siri, I think, went off when I said, hey, Siri. 
<laughs> so I just uh, I had the Remy neat. By the way, I I, I very much preferred it with the uh, without the ice cube. It's really nice neat. It's, it's insane how good it is. Really good. It's pairing perfectly with the cigar. I'm curious how this is going to rate. It's going to for me. It's going to be very high. Awesome. Yeah. No you guys doubt. ready to do it? Do the formal liquor rating? Yeah. All right, Bam, you're up. I'm on my third glass. Okay. Wow, and look at that. I'll be honest, it has, like I said earlier, there's no bite. It's delicious. It's tasty. It's so easy to drink. I can go through that bottle alone, no problem. I'm giving it a nine. Excellent. Pagoda. Um, yeah, I'm just having a need right now. I, I think uh, for me, it's, um, yeah, a seven. Okay. Ooh, wow. Senator. Wow. All right. Well, that that makes my decision easy. I was going between an eight and a nine. I got to balance this out. There's no way I believe this is deserving of a seven. Um, I'm going to because of its price point that I have to factor in because I'm between an eight and a nine. Right. Because I think what it delivers for its price point is really, really enjoyable. Like I have not one major complaint with this spirit at all. So I'm going to give it a nine. My man. Excellent. I'm also going to give it a nine. I'm really enjoying it. Puba. I'm going to give it an eight only because, and I'm just tempering it because I just don't have, an, I don't have enough of a, of a foundational level of knowledge or experience with this. So it was very, very good. I'm just not sure um, as we explore more of these, I just want to give myself a little bit of room. So I'm hedging that's a fair. little bit. That's fair. I, so I'm, I'm going to give it an eight only because, I'm assuming I feel like that's, I really liked it. I really thought it was great. I think I'll buy some, um, but I'm sure there's a nine out there that'll give me some upward, you know, there's a place to go that's even more refined. So I I, I would give it, I would give it an eight. So boys, the composite lizard score on the Remy Martin VSOP is an 8.4. Nice score. Great score for that. Very nice score. That's a perfect score for that. It's an elite score. Perfect. I mean, it could be a nine for me later. Yeah, sure. But I think an 8.4 is very fair for what that is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and I, I would even, you know, to, to use a cigar analogy, you know, I think the the Padron Exclusivo, that's obviously like our favorite everyday stick. Um, and that's a cigar I think a lot of us have given a nine to. Yeah. And it's not to say, well, for me, it's one of the greatest of all time, but it's not to say for everyone that that's one of the greatest cigars of all time. Uh, but for its price point, what that delivers it's very hard to be, and I almost view this in a similar vein. It's not to say that this is this, you know, one of the greatest um, cognacs out there, but at its price point, this is like what it delivers is just so tremendous that I that's I think where yep. it's being rewarded. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, boys, we're coming to the end of this of delicious the H- cigar number two. I have really. Really enjoyed this cigar tonight. I mean, I don't want this to end. I know. I mean, it's so <laughs> good. Right? It's unbelievable. What's really funny good. is now I'm getting, a, I'm still getting the salty twang and I'm getting a little coffee now. Yeah, like all those rough uh, edges. I mean, I'm not selling I it. I haven't I'm had just a saying, rough edge. There's, there's no rough, fucking there's rough, rough edges. There's no rough edges down no. the stretch, right? You smoke yeah. it to the end and it's just beautiful. I want to see you smoke it to the end. It is. I mean, it's done. You? It's, My man, look at that. Now wow. that. When do I finish wow. first? Never. Who Never. finishing first? Never. Never. Uh, because this is my jam. All right. Like to see that really good stick, and thank you for bringing it. Yeah, yes. thank you for you know, really appreciate it. You know, Rooster, thank you, everybody, all the lizards, uh, your generosity. Everyone comes into boxes, everyone has great sticks in this room, 
And uh, when this stick came up, I, I said, you know, what <laughs> should I, <laughs> how can you hold these back? And, and I think part of, uh, uh, part of cigar smoking that I think is important, and there's more, RO, I would just say to the listener out there, there's more ROI in sharing um, cigars, particularly special cigars. It's celebratory. If you, if, you, if you smoke them in a vacuum, yeah, you'll enjoy it and it'll be nice. But you get much more ROI when you share special cigars with special people. I recommend everybody do that. And I think most people do who, who are in this hobby. Absolutely. You know, well you know, said. It's, it's just, it makes it that much better. So you guys ready to do the, uh, the formal lizard rating on this thing? Yeah. Rooster, you're up. I, I saw two eyebrow raises <laughs> from Rooster before he could even utter a word. <laughs> I mean, it's hard because I, you know, I mean, this is one of, this is the best Upman I've had. I mean, this is better than the younger, young uh, Sir Winston that we had. Yeah. But this, I mean, it's phenomenal steak. I'm going to give it a 10. Awesome. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I love it. Wow. I love this steak. Puba. Really yeah. Good. I mean, I love it. I, it's a 10 for me. I knew it delivers there on everything that it's supposed to deliver I mean, on. I can't balanced. knock it on anything. It's incredible. Balanced, complex, smooth. I, I knew an inch in that this was a 10 for me, and it's I, if I could give it 11, I would. I love this cigar. Senator. He's a nine. This is tough. <laughs> this is tough. <laughs> this, this is tough. And these are, this is a good decision to make because it's a nine or a 10. There, there's right. it's not exactly even a right. thought in yeah. my mind that it's anything lower exactly than right. that. Yeah. Um, and what's, what's where I'm leaning closer to 10, when Puba said it delivers on everything it's supposed to deliver on, I can't find a flaw in this cigar. The only reason I hold back a little bit on the 10 is because there are still other sticks that the flavor profile, right? So it, this delivers what it's intended to deliver. Gets me more where like I have to have it like all the time. I want these. There's no doubt about that. I have two boxes of these. I just don't know that I, I, I want it every single day in the way that I'm like obsessed with like, you know, certain D4s or even other, other sticks. So I am oh, going to give this. Before you give that rating, I just want to say <laughs> he's advocating. Oh boy. No, I mean, I, I just, I'm just making no, a no, point. No, no, help me out. This I'm, is just, good. I'm just making a point that this Upman stick with this box code rated just based upon this stick, not the boxes that you have. This is a 2014 LUB box code. We have salesmanship going very, on here. Very elite <laughs> box code. And uh, you should be a lobbyist. You know, I mean, not. <laughs> they are Sen unicorns. Senator I mean, can are. school you on that. But, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I, I can learn a lot from senators. So. I, no, I wow. actually. That's all I, I have to say. No, no. Rooster's commentary there was actually very helpful because he, he's right. And uh, I'm going to have to round up. I'm right. give it a 10. Yeah. Yes! Right. Wow. Very nice. Pagoda, wow. you're up. Oh, my Lord. Now, this puts a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> I, I be think, honest. But, be honest. No, no, but, but being very honest, yeah, uh, thank honest. you, Puba, for introducing honest. me yeah. to the H. Upman 2. This is my first uh, Upman 2. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the second half more than, you know, how it gradually just grew into something I really, really enjoyed. Um, the way I look at it is... Um, um, it's a nine for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bam, bam. So, yeah, I don't give in to peer pressure ever. And I don't like to always go with the crowd. 
none of that has any meaning for me. So when I really love something, I, I'm very brutally honest, for the good or for the bad, regardless of what people think. I am going to give this a 10. All right. This is a 10 for me. Well, boys. It's a high fucking score. The nine, composite lizard nine, score. 9.7. On Puba's. <laughs> it's got to be the highest rated cigar. 14. Upman 2's. P- Puba's a great roller. 9.8. <laughs> that's, that's fucking crazy. I think that's yeah. the highest score yet. Yeah. yeah. Just quickly on this. It, Rooster's commentary was really helpful for me because Agreed. If, if I were to review the 2018 Upman 2, I'd give it a 9. Yeah. And I think Rooster's point was really helpful in me figuring out where this really sits and it's the age and what that brings that Puba described. And I think like that creaminess and how it just married all those flavors together, regardless of if I'm going to be so obsessed with this cigar, I'm going to need to have it every day, every week. It, it's a 10. It really, yeah. it, like you said, it delivers on everything it's supposed to. So I, I here, can't take issue here's with a, just a general question early on in our recordings, episode five, six, or whenever it was, Sen- uh, Rooster also made that point. Judge it for the cigar for this moment right now. But yeah. we argued against that at the time. I don't think we did. Well, I don't think so. we countered that by saying it's impossible to kind of rate this without rating, keeping in mind other cigars. I remember, if you go back, you'll hear that. I don't remember what episode it was. But I kind of like this, the idea of rating it for what this cigar is right for now. what it is, room. because it's right the now. example. It, it yeah. epitomizes, it's like it's delivering on what it's designed to deliver on. Yeah. And that delivery is a very, very good thing. And I think that you just got to rate it on its merit. That's what it is. So. Well, the other, the, the, the debate I've had many times here has been about factoring in price points. And I will yeah. I will yes. beat this drum until I'm dead. I'm sorry. Like you have to, in my opinion, factor that in. And why ah. I feel even stronger that this is a 10 is because this is a regular production Cuban that forget now if you tried to source this box. Yeah, so but that's you, a question. But let's yeah. just be real. Yeah. If you in 2014 sourced a 2014 love box of, of these ovens, They're probably 10 bucks a piece. They're $10 a, st- a yeah. cigar. What the did- same way that like, you know, if we get a 21 box right now, you're not going to pay like it's not going to be cheap, but you're not going to no. pay a crazy amount of money. It's not some bullshit, you know, limitada that doesn't deliver. So that holds a lot of weight for me in that this is not an outrageously priced cigar to deliver such an incredible experience. And it makes it encourages me to just let the 18 box I have and the 19 box just sit. And I can only imagine with, you know, five plus years yeah. of age what that yeah. would be like. So, so here's a question. That does it for so me. So this is a 2014? Yeah. What, is this, what does this 2014 up and to go for right now? Oh, it's, it's, it's unicorn it's pricing. pricing. It's, it's now. 30 bucks? If I, no. It's no. More way more. Oh, I think they go for $50 about, a yeah. cigar. So no, now if you factor that in. But I, the reason I don't, let's just be clear here. Every Cuban, it doesn't matter what the cigar is, if it's any respected markup, right? We're talking Partagas, Upman. Monte Bolivar. If you're going to buy a 2014 of any of those marcas, you're going to pay a huge premium. Yep. So, like, we can do nothing about that. That's why I'm not going to knock this cigar. But the MSRP, essentially, right? Like, what this starts at, if this were in 2014 and we were buying these, it's not some crazy amount. Where we talk about some Davidoffs that the year they come out, the MSRP is 50, 40 yep. a stick, and they don't deliver nearly a satisfying experience. So, that's where. I don't care that now there's a crazy premium. That's any Cuban that's respectable with this amount of age on it. Yeah. And I think it, you know, it's bump worth. something up like this against like what Cohe- young Cohibas retail for now. Right. Oh, it knocks it. their dick in the dirt. It's not even close. Knocks their dick in the dirt. It's not even close. Think about a Vegas Robaina. 
Classico 2011. Fifty-two dollars yeah. for that, right? Now, I know, but what you know when they came when out, they came out, they were like, probably ten bucks. Right, ten yes. bucks, right? Yeah. And that stick yeah. is it's you know if you you know if you ever rate it, I'm sure it's yeah. going to get a very high rating. Uh, well, yeah, that's you know, the wonderful cigar special stick. But this special is also an, this is an unattainable cigar right now at this age. Yeah, it's a you unicorn. Can't get this cigar. Well, Puba said yeah, it's a unicorn. I, but, it is. but I think again, my point: you don't have to get it at this age. Like what 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 I take you away don't. from this? Yeah. Having had this at 14, at 18, at 19, right? They're all excellent the 18 the flavor are, are, profile are is fantastic delicious. Yeah. delicious all that this does which obviously benefits tremendously is it brings those flavors together in a way that becomes a bit more refined with age and you get that creaminess and so all that tells me is load up on young oh, up yeah. and twos and hold them be yep. patient with them and that that's worth it like this is proof that it's yeah. worth letting it's proof it is worth it and i will say this as being a guy who's probably bought more Upman twos and has more boxes of Upman twos than anyone in this room, nobody's going to argue. Maybe that. combined, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I will say I have had some that are better than others, and um, that's what I'll say at, at different ages and different prisms. The thing about this particular box code, this box code, this LUB fourteen, and that's for a lot of Upman. That's not just for this, but Connie that's a. for the Kanye. Yep. I mean, we can smoke some Kanye's. I have some Kanye's that are love 14s that will that will that will blow your hair back. And you'll be like, okay, now I see why you can well, maybe chase. Mine. No, I love the Kanye. <laughs> I do love the Kanye. Uh, I've got some Kanye's like that, that are really that are aged that are really wonderful. So maybe one takeaway from this is that I, I you know. Um, some Upman's set up for aging really well. And I think that it's, it's you could say with confidence that aging like larger ring gauge Upman's, you can really get a lot out of them. So if you seek them out, put them down for a while. And I know that some people say that's, that's bullshit. You shouldn't have to wait. But I think it's exemplified by what, the experience tonight. Sometimes, you know, time is precious and that's what it takes yeah. and, and that's what these require and that's, this is a little connoisseur corner kind of episode maybe and and that's okay yeah. like i i, I think that it Agreed. you know to talk about it is a good thing but i but i think that that for me what i hear in all of this conversation is that someone who goes out and buys a box of reasonably priced young upman twos with an investment of time is going to have an experience that is maybe unmatched by spending any high dollar amount on a cigar that you can buy a good at point. that exact moment. So it's simply so then an you, investment in time. When you think about it that way, then the rating of 10 makes sense. It does. It That's the whole point. It is a 10 because it smoked 10. like a 10. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, exactly. you can't deny it. It's I hard can't. to deny. Now, you're down to a half inch and there is zero ammonia. It's, there's no bitterness yeah, at all. It's totally perfect. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And, you know, the, the shark was a 9.7. This edged that out. Dude, this that's now, crazy. That's this is crazy. now the highest rated cigar that we've ever done. And the last thing I'll say... We talked about, obviously, the Sir Winston, a very pricey, coveted cigar. At this price point and what this delivered, and the Winston gets even cra way, way crazier in price than this does. Oh, sure. sure. I would take this. Now, this is why I'm factoring in price, right? I would take this over a Winston. Thank you. When you Thank factor you. in price point any day of the it week. It punches over above Absolutely. its weight it class. Absolutely. We're like, I gave this a 10. Now, who knows? If someone is able to source a... 14 box of Winston's that is going to smoke <laughs> as good or better. Maybe I'll feel differently without My, leveraging. I haven't mortgage. experienced that yet. <laughs> and so for me, you know, if we rate a Winston, I, I very well may give it a nine because for what you have to pay 
for that experience and what it delivers and what you pay for this and that experience, I think this is a much better value. Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. It, it, it delivers, it exemplifies the marker well. It really, uh, it, I, I, I hesitate to say that it was shocking to me, but it really was an amazing experience tonight, this cigar. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful. Thank you, Puba. No uh, doubt. A no, plus, no doubt. A, A plus. And again, to the listener, buy these cigars, get them at a reasonable price, and forget about them. And start drinking some cognac. And yeah. start yeah. drinking and some start cognac. Drinking some cognac. Okay, Thank you Absolutely. for the cognac. And Thank I'm, you. I'm, Thank you. It seems like we're just dipping our toe into the pool. Like I feel like in a couple weeks or a couple months, we're going to be deep into cognac. Yeah, we'll have Louis XIV next week. Louis <laughs> <laughs> the 13th or Perfect. the 14th? 14th. 14th. <laughs> I'm in. Awesome, boys. All right, so a 9.8 for the amazing Love 14 uh, Upman 2. And uh, awesome, guys. Great night. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, loungelizardspod, P-O-D, that's loungelizardspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.